I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. then thank you for that and welcome to another live edition of titillating sports with rick tittle nice to have you with us wherever you are listening in this great land of ours this great land of bulgaria i'm here to talk sports with you every the great thing about this show is knows i'll talk about any sport that you would like football basketball baseball hockey soccer golf tennis auto racing boxing olympics put a the ball chest check with rugby cricket i'm here for you at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. That's what gets you in and gets you heard wherever you're listening. And um, I will bring the show to a screeching halt, unless I have a guest on here. And it's a magazine-style f- uh, format, and that magazine is cat fancy. No, that means that we can actually have a discussion. A lot of places, they want you to ask your question and get out. I've actually worked places where they say, we don't want to hear from the listener. And the listeners don't want to hear from the listeners because the listeners suck. Oh, you guys do suck. But I want to hear it. No, I'm just playing. <clears throat> I'd like to hear from you at 1-800-878-PLAY. Other ways of hearing the programming, TuneIn app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, all apropos applications for receiving the programming here. You can also check us out at sportsbyline.com. Go there, click listen live. Any emails you want to send to me, you can send those to Mr. Handsome at countpimpula.org or to rick at sportsbyline.com. And uh, also on your television sets, forget HBO and ESPN, boring. Go to CRN Digital Plus Two, <clears throat> the cable radio network channel two, and your cable provider, as we are there 24 7. And as all, if you ever Google Rick Tittle, there's like another 20 places that air my show that I don't even know about, and we haven't even given permission to them. So <laughs> maybe you might need to use them if you're in a log cabin somewhere. <clears throat> we do have some guests today. We have some uh, movie makers. We have some shakers. We have Samuel Acho. He'll be with us. Uh, once again, Wimberl of the uh, Campbell Award. Yesterday, we had Nate Boyer at a UT Longhorns. So let's talk some sports. We got three hours. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. 
Staples has big savings on everything you need for back to school or stocking up the office. Save on signs, banners, and posters expertly printed by Staples Print and Marketing Services. Save on the latest tech and tech total support plans to keep your new or existing PC running right. Plus, save on all your back to school essentials from notebooks to markers. And right now at Staples, you can save even more with $10 off your in-store purchase of $50 or more. Get everything for the office and the classroom for less at Staples. N729. In-store only. Exclusions apply. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code GAS11. Use code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. SellFast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that. Whenever I hear Samuel Acho, I think about Nacho Libre. Nacho! I'll have to ask him about that, see if he's offended. Can't believe you made fun of my name, Rick. <clears throat> I actually might have already asked him that. Because <laughs> I've had him on the show before. <clears throat> All right. 
we have an open segment to get things underway. So come on in and get heard wherever you're listening in this great land of ours. This land is your land. This land is my land. From the, whatever, the New York Island. The New York Island, is that Manhattan or Long Island? It's Staten Island, Rick. Yesterday, the USA played the Netherlands. And I was very much looking forward to this match. As I said, I'm, I've been on board ever since the World Cup 12 years ago in Germany because you're going to see some some good soccer. <clears throat> and there is some parody now. It's not just about us. It's not like Olympic hockey where it's Canada, the U.S., and then a couple high school teams from France. There's some parody now. But I still insist on victory. Now, they're playing the Nederlands. It's an interesting place in the Netherlands. I love, you know, the uh, medieval heraldry and the fact that they wear the Prince of Orange's lion, and so they wear orange, William of Orange. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, some medieval stuff there. Their flag is red, white, and blue. Their flag is the French flag turned on its side, literally. And which is like the, the three lions in England, their logo, which actually comes from Denmark and Dane law. If you go around Copenhagen, you see that logo everywhere. And you'd say, like, why is the uh, English national team logo here? It's a Danish logo. A lot of people in England don't even know that because <clears throat> they're stupid because I know everything. But, you know, the Netherlands, which basically means the nothingness, Elsa Bronte, the leftovers. And... You know, in, in uh, France, the, the name of the country is Pai Ba, which means low countries. And their biggest state is Holland. And sometimes we just call the whole country Holland. That's like calling our whole country Texas. Where's Rick Tittle from? Texas. <clears throat> and the other thing is, because the English got it wrong, the term Deutsch, which means German, they thought that the people in the low countries were also German, so that they heard Deutsch and they just turned it to Dutch. So they're not actually Dutch. And if you're from Harlem or Amsterdam, you're not from Holland. It's a weird country. They were, a hundred years ago, they were part of Spain. I mean, it's, it's a weird place, but there's something that Holland can do that a lot of other countries can't do, and they can play really good soccer. And uh, they have reached into some former colonies, like France does with Senegal. And, you know, theirs is Suriname, which we used to call Guyana. When you think about the great players um, of original African heritage that played for Holland, like Ruud Hulid and Frank Reichardt and Arne Vinter, and the list goes on and on, Patrick Kluivert. Um, great players, great schools. By the way, I had uh, Rude Hulet on this show for an hour once from Holland, and I could have had him for four hours. I, I ran out of questions. Um, heroic player. When I first started watching soccer, I'm like, ah, he's all dreadlocks. No, he's not Alexi Lawless. He's not all about the hair. He's not Kobe Jones. He's the real deal. Reinventing himself from a forward to Sampdoria's sweeper and I'll never forget in 1991 watching Sampdoria 
week in, week out, even if it's just the highlights on the Italian soccer show. I mean, the guy was an absolute hero, but I digress. Holland <clears throat> has a fantastic uh, footballing pedigree, if you like, and they have a legitimate league, the Eredivisie, which is the first division. They have some of the best teams in Europe. Their shining star is, of course, Ajax, or the Greek god Ajax, Ajax Amsterdam. But they have other good teams there, PSV Eindhoven, Feyenoord, the list goes on. VVV Venlo, that's one of my favorite names. <laughs> but it's a tiny little country with good soccer players. <clears throat> and it's finally trickled down to the women. And now they have a great pedigree. And they got to the World Cup final four years ago, where they lost 2 nothing to the United States, Megan Rapino and Rose Lavelle scoring those goals. And so this was a good little World Cup matchup uh, rematch that had never happened before, at least in the Women's World Cup. Women's World Cup only been around since 91, but we've never had teams which met for the title meet in group stage. So I did talk about before the tournament began that this was going to be the toughest game for the U.S. The U.S. beat Vietnam 3 nothing. But remember, Germany played their under-18s against Vietnam and beat them like 7-2. to two. So you can never just assume you're going to win by 100 goals. I went to see at the old Wembley Stadium before they tore it down, the Twin Towers, <clears throat> as they called it, different Twin Towers. Uh, it was a qualifier for Sweden 92, the European Championship. This was in October of 91, and I saw England play Turkey. Same for England for Brian Robson. But everyone said that England would win 10 to nothing. And they booed the Turkish national anthem, coached by Sep Piantek, the Dane. Uh, I've never seen that before. Of course, the England team came out to the graduation music, the pomp and circumstance. <laughs> but Stuart Pierce put it across, Alan Smith headed in, and England won that game 1 to nothing. And everybody was pissed. I wasn't because I got to go go to Wembley, which was a piece of junk with no food. That was probably the most shocking thing. They didn't sell food in the stadium. And they're like, why would you buy food? Soccer matches are 90 minutes. You're in and you're out. It's like going to a movie. It's not the thing you do that day. But anyway, you just can't assume you're going to win by a million goals. So the USA looked very disjointed against Vietnam. Um... The best striker in the history of this country hit a penalty right at the keeper. And so, you know, what was going to happen against Holland? And the head coach, Vlatko, he went with basically the exact same lineup. And there are some players there that I don't think have been impressing me too much. Andy Sullivan, DeMello. I don't know if they're really making things happen in the midfield. I think Ertz, the question about whether she could transition from midfielder to fullback was answered. I think she's doing a good job. That Germa is a very good player as well. But still, the midfield left someone unmarked, and that was the first goal. And then you had a nice little tete-a-tete in between Haran and her teammate, the number 10, whatever her name was, and, they, and she came in and gave a horrible knee injury. Luckily, Haran was okay, and they're arguing and arguing, and and then all of a sudden, the very next play, free kick, and Haran headed in. It was great payback. 
And they got a couple more paybacks on that little number 10, too, throughout the game. So it's intriguing. 1-1. It was real soccer. It was good soccer. Um, a team stepped up to the USA and didn't blink. I think that's good for the tournament. And uh, one more game in the group stage. We'll talk about that later. But, uh, you know, not an amazing game, but a tough game and very entertaining game as well. I need some I need some Kelly O'Hara in there. She's my favorite. Put in the vet. We want Kelly. We want Kelly. All right, we'll come back on the break. Bob Fermanek is going to join us right here on Sports Bio. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline 
airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647-855-325-5647-855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and, uh... I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show Bob Fermanick, and he's the founder of the 3D Archive, and we're here to talk about the 70th anniversary Blu-ray release of Robot Monster. Uh, which just happened a couple of days ago. This is a DVD and a Blu-ray. And uh, first of all, Bob, welcome to the show. Let's just talk, before we get into the movie, how do you guys, like, you know, not just restore these, but make it like a stunning restoration? Well, Rick, thank you. It's a pleasure to be on your show. And uh, what we do with the vintage 3D films uh, going back 70 years and more is we access the best available elements. Uh, these were all photographed in 35 millimeter, and for 3D, you have to have a left side and a right side. And we track those things down and, and search around the world. Uh, Robot Monster was particularly challenging because it was a low-budget independent film, and elements were scattered, uh, but uh, we worked over a year in looking for and finding the optimal materials and uh, we've presented it now on 3d blu-ray in a version that in many ways surpasses what audiences saw in 1953 so the plot six people left on earth you've got this bizarre looking gorilla with a robot head roman and roman is romantic he falls in love with one of the girls do you do you know the genesis behind this project? Did, like when they made this, did they know this was some kitschy B movie stuff, or did they take it very seriously? Well, I think a little bit of both. Uh, they they knew that they had sixteen thousand dollars to make the film. Uh, they had four days to film it in on location with a brand new, very complex three D camera rig. And I think uh, Phil Tucker, the director, and the writer Wyatt Ordung were, you know, trying to tell an interesting story. Uh, but but the one thing that a lot of people miss about the film is it's really done from the perspective of a young boy, uh, an eight-year-old child who is absolutely science fiction crazy. Uh, so I don't want to give away any spoilers, but a lot of the really 
bizarre things that happen in the film are relating to seeing it from this child's perspective. And I think with that in mind, uh, it's still out there, and it's still a really, really strange and, and bizarre movie, but it's a lot of fun. And uh, we've screened it now in, in New York and Los Angeles and in Madison and Columbus with a very large audience. And this thing plays like gangbusters. It's, it's so much fun with people that get together and get into the rhythm and vibe of it. And uh, it, it gained a reputation in the 1970s when it was included in a book, uh, the Golden Turkey Awards, where they said it was one of the worst films of all time. Now, your mileage may vary, but I think a film that still entertains and holds up <laughs> 70 years later isn't quite as bad as its reputation. Now, it's an easy catchphrase, and pe people can make those lists all the time. And I actually know people who enjoyed Ishtar, so uh, you never <laughs> well, know you go. <laughs> what's going to yeah. float your boat. What about, you know, you think about the, the tropes. I mean, here's Claudia Barrett. They're out there in Bronson Canyon, but she's wearing high heels. And then the beefcake guy, George Nader, he's got his shirt off because if I looked like that, I'd take my shirt off too. What about some of those classic tropes in this film? Well, I think all of that is part of the skewed vision of the film. If you imagine that this is an eight-year-old boy uh, imagining these things, and, uh, it, uh, of course, you're, you're going to put the beautiful leading lady in high heels. Why not? You know, uh, mm -hmm. that sells tickets. Uh, but, you know, Phil Tucker, uh, one of the visions he had for the film was to uh, make a 3D film that could be sold at what they called popular prices in 1953. And that meant that the theaters would not charge extra for the glasses. Usually about a 20 cent extra fee was put on the ticket sales to cover the cost of the glasses for the theater owners. Uh, so they wanted to make a film that would, you know, not have that. And uh, they really succeeded. It's a very high quality 3D film. And if I may just dis dispel one myth that's been repeated over the decades and a lot of people believe to be fact, these films were shown in polarized 3D utilizing kind of a neutral gray glasses and filter, very similar to what you see today in a modern 3D film. Uh, the red and cyan anaglyphic version that a lot of people think was, was how these films were shown really didn't come along until the 70s and 80s when some of the films were converted because it was cheaper and easier to show them in that format. When you think about all the projects that you have worked on, do you consider this like your opus, or is this just like in the top ten? Where do you kind of rank it? Well, there were exactly 50 Golden Age 3D features made in the 50s, uh, and I think this one is definitely top ten for us. We're incredibly proud of the restoration because it was an enormous challenge to restore the film. Uh, the elements that we had to work from were in very, very bad condition. They were almost like a textbook example of what can go wrong with film and deterioration. So we had a lot of uh, digital techniques we had to use to bring it back to life. And I think just for the sheer fact that it's, it's such an iconic character and the film is so uh, resonates with so many people of all ages, uh, it's going to be a popular seller for us. And uh, 
how can you not love that? It, <laughs> it all comes together. Well, how can you not love bonus features? I wish you have many in 3D and 2D. And um, can you talk about some of those bonus features, please? Absolutely. We always want to, as much as we can, give people extra on the disc to help put the films in perspective. And we, we went above and beyond with Robot Monster, partly because the movie itself only runs 62 minutes. So uh, you want to give someone bang for their buck. And, and we've got over two hours of bonus features, including um, a, a featurette and commentary from Greg Moffat, who plays the young boy in the film. Uh, Mr. Moffat is 80 years young and incredibly vibrant and sharp and, you know, has wonderful stories of his years in Hollywood. Uh, we've also got a couple of documentaries from a young filmmaker named Sean Thrunk uh, that talk about finding the lost prologue to the film uh, and, uh, and also rescuing the only complete 3D elements. Uh, there's a wonderful uh, featurette uh, called Travels Through Time and Space, which was done by Hillary Hess, and that includes stereo photographs that were taken by amateur photographers in the 1940s through the 80s and 90s, and it's a wonderful example of what people were doing at home with uh, stereo photography. Uh, we've also got a restored 3D comic book from 1953 uh, called Adventures in 3D. Uh, there's an awful lot of bonus content on the disc, uh, and I think... Uh, I think people will be very pleased with the variety and the quality of the extras that we've included. Last question for you here. We just have about a minute. When people restore things, is there sort of an easy way to mail it in? Like you can just do a 4K scan or maybe add some color to it. And you, because you guys are meticulous with it and you go the extra mile, does it sort of uh, anger you when you see a quote unquote restored film not getting properly loved? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and, but there's no one fix fit, fits all. Uh, any restoration is challenging if you want to do it correctly. With 3D, it's doubly challenging because you're basically doing two versions of the film, a left and a right side. Uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of these films will only get one shot at a restoration. So do it the best you can with the tools that, that you have in your arsenal. And we've, we've done over 30 titles in the last eight years. So people like what we do and we're going to keep doing it. Bayview Entertainment presents Robot Monster Blu-ray and DVD 70th anniversary restoration in 3D. We've been speaking with Bob Fermanic, the founder of the 3D archive. Great stuff, Bob. Really appreciate it. And uh, congratulations on the finished project. Well, thank you, sir. It's been a pleasure guesting on your show. All right, me too. Uh, you know, the thing is, too, when you look at this monster, ladies and germs, it's... <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen the Turkish Star Wars where they almost look like cheap Muppets. Like, the, the <laughs> they're like cantina scene. By the way, the Turkish Star Wars, that's the worst movie ever made. They, people were practicing uh, working out by punching rocks and the rocks would blow up. But it's a gorilla suit with a robot helmet. It's pretty awesome. All right, we'll take a quick break. On the other side, Jim Towns is with us, the director of the new film. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline.
here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-345-2789. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-345-2789. 800-345-2789. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right, whatever works. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Filmmaker, 
Jim Towns join us now, and uh, he has directed a brand new film, which uh, just came out recently. It is in theaters and video on demand. It's from the Asylum, and it is entitled End Times, Judgment Has Come. It's starring Dominique Swain and Jamie Bernadette. Jim, welcome to the show. Post-apocalyptic zombie film. And people will say, yeah, I've seen it. And you're like, no, this is different. We need to watch this one. Why should we be watching this one? For having me on, uh, Rick. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I think I would say there's some things are tropes because they always work. And that's why they're tropes, because everyone uses them over and over and over again. <clears throat> and I think that the zombie post-apocalyptic Holocaust thing, it keeps coming up over and over, generation after generation, from George Romero's Night of the Living Dead in the 60s on, because I think it's a framework to tell a really human story without a lot of the extraneous stuff. You don't have characters that are worried about their mortgage and their credit rating and what their boss said. You know, it, it takes all that away the things that we deal with in our modern society sort of against our will. And it lets you tell a very human story of that goes back to kind of our origins of how to survive, how to feed yourself, how to protect yourself from predators. And within that framework, I think you get, get to tell like really a variety of really good stories. The zombies are sort of an afterthought really in a way they're, they're a function of the, the storytelling. I would imagine a film like this, too, with the set design and your locations and everything else to make a place look post-apocalyptic must be very challenging. How did you guys do that? It, it is challenging. It's especially challenging. We, we filmed all within uh, Los Angeles city limits, which is obviously, you know, one of the most populated cities in the United States. We had, a we had some good luck. We had a couple locations that presented themselves, which were sort of almost one of the reasons for pushing the film and, and making it happen. I had an old Navy housing yard uh, near where I live in San Pedro, south of Los Angeles proper, that used to house uh, people who worked in their family and who worked at the Naval Yard in Long Beach, which shut down, said the place had been abandoned for 30 years. No one had ever been allowed to film there. It's an entire neighborhood of just falling down old houses, and there's coyotes roaming it and everything, man. And I drove past it every day when we bought our house, when I was taking stuff back and forth from the apartment to the house, apartment to the house, apartment to the house. And, uh, you know, I asked about permission. They said, no, no one's ever been able to film here. Universal wants to film here. All we, the only thing we allow is the L.A. SWAT team to practice raiding houses here. Um, and then, uh, you know, they, but they said, you know what, but it's maybe selling soon. So if you hear about it selling, come back, check with the, the developer. Maybe you'll get in there. And we did, and we did, and it was great. We just had to start filming every day at 4 p.m. after the bulldozers were done doing their thing. Now, you were when you say Old Navy, we're not talking about hoodies. We're talking about a former United States <laughs> naval base. Yeah, yeah an, an, actual, an actual military naval <laughs> yard in Long Beach that, that is no longer here. Yeah, exa exactly. Yeah. Now, yeah, they didn't make hoodies there. Uh, Jamie Bernadette, who is uh, also a producer on the film, says that uh, people have been left in tears. So a tearjerker, if that's what you're going for, uh, well done. Was that by design? Thank you. Yes, I, I think so. I really wanted, I think the basis of any film especially, but especially horror, for it to work, you have to care about the characters. And what I want to do is create these two characters that by the end of you know, a two-hour movie you've so fallen in love with, 
that when I then turn around and do something awful to them, it hurts you. I mean, that's the idea. It's manipulative by design. So, yeah, uh, we, you know, the typical film has like a three-act structure. This film sort of has a 3.5-act structure. There's kind of a 10-minute thing just right at the end after a normal movie would be done where we're going to take you on this final emotional step between these two characters in this relationship that's, you know, it's a, it's a relationship of love that these two have formed. It's kind of a father-daughter relationship. You know, it's maybe even more than that. It's very complicated. And these two characters, you know, you're expecting one thing, and I think we kind of deliver something different. And that's the fun part of the thing I was saying about tropes is the fun thing about tropes is they're so familiar that sometimes if you turn them on their ear, you get something new and fresh and interesting. Uh, as a director, are you more of sort of the Martinet? Like, look, we have uh, this much time, we can't screw around, we're burning daylight, or can you make it more of a collaborative effort? Like if the actor says, I don't think my character would say that, or I think I should stand over here. How, how do you do it? I, I think it's a mix of a right brain, left brain thing. There is room for creativity and, and, and improvisation up until the moment where you are up against a wall and there's a real and tangible possibility of not being able to finish the scene that the film needs and in our case as i was saying before like they were tearing down this place as we spoke so it wasn't like we were going to be able to go back to a location a month later and pick up shots or, or you know refilm something that location was not going to it was going to be a pavement in within a month so there are real logistical uh you know, you know, issues that you have to deal with when doing something like this and really good professional actors and crew people understand that. So, you know, there's a point where, you, you know, it's playtime and then it stops being playtime and it gets real. And then, you know, I know you're doing this on a budget. Was craft services like, uh, you know, a box of bagels and some coffee? You know, we actually ate very, very well. We had uh, some, some friends of, of ours were a function as kind of our caterer, one of our producers helped cater. So in the midst of the, you know, the Simi Valley Hills, we'd be up there, there'd be almost, you know, it'd be like a 10 minute walk to a bathroom. And it was just, you're really out there in the middle of everywhere in the heat of summer, one of the hottest summers LA's had in a long time. And then pot roast would show up. <laughs> and so we'd all just be sitting there <laughs> eating, eating pot roast. And then, and then we'd, you know, you know, we'd, people would have to, we'd have to lug all of our trash back out because we were filming at parks and everything. We wanted to respect the, the natural, you know, place that we were doing. Um, one of the, just an anecdote of side thing of filming the parks, we were filming one time and we, you know, had permission to be there. Everyone knew we were going to be there, but there was some kind of miscommunication. And suddenly you're filming an emotional scene of two characters talking and the most ungodly whirling noise starts and we can't figure out what it is. And my sound guy's flipping out and we go over the next hill and turn down and it turns out that LA parks was training new groundskeepers on how to use weed whackers. <laughs> so there's like 17 guys doing wee wag. It's like that scene in Apocalypse Now where they come in the helicopters. It's deafening. You're like, how would you even? How could that even possibly happen? It's 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 unreal. The the the, the amount of noise that made. Yeah, just happened. I know that in this film, Craig Stark is in it, and this is a guy Tarantino has used. I know at least three times. And so, yeah. did do you kind of pick his brain? Like you say, like would Quinn do it this way, or does he suggest things? Or um, because that's uh, <laughs> you know, that's a veteran actor right there. Well, once in a while, Craig would pay me a nice compliment, he, and he calls him QT. He'd be like, you know, the way you do this reminds me of the way QT would have done it, <laughs> which is which is great because <laughs> I'm you know, I mean, I mean, Q, the way QT would have done it if you added an extra zero to the end of the budget, I guess. <laughs> 
but, right. but, but yeah, you know, uh, it, it, Craig's one of those guys that I, I can tell you, I, besides him being a very talented actor, I can tell you why, why Quentin probably keeps using that. And the guy's authentic. He's not, he's a much more friendly, you know, fuzzy guy than he, the character he plays. But for the most part, Freddie and Craig, the overlap is, is huge. That's really what he sounds like. He's from Louisiana. He's just authentic. And I think people, you know, Quentin likes people like that, like Michael Parks, he worked with all the time. They just, they were what we were. They, they are, they show up, they do a thing, and they, they honestly just look cool doing it. Yeah, Craig reminded me of like old school Clint Eastwood or something in the movie. He really, I really enjoyed uh, uh, the look we got with him. It's iconic. Great. I ask a lot of directors this. I throw out the old Scorsese quote of movies are never finished. They're just abandoned. So do you wring your hands over what you left in or maybe what you cut out? Or are you totally satisfied? Because I'm sure you've seen this movie, you know, 80 times already in editing, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, by the, by the time you release a film, in my experience, you're sick of it. You're ready for it to come out, and then you're ready to move on to the next thing. And this film we shot actually pre-pandemic, and it's post flow got interrupted by the coronavirus and quite a few other things so you know i've lived with this movie for quite a few years and i'm happy to be here at this point talking to you and at a point where we're promoting the <laughs> film and it's released through through the asylum which we're very excited that the asylum chose to put a film like this out which is kind of a serious dramatic film and does not have sharks and flying in tornadoes and <laughs> some of their usual fare um you know uh the film's two hours long, and we actually, if we ever, hopefully hopefully at some point we'll be getting a physical media release, which is getting rarer and rarer in the film world. Uh, we have a 10-minute opening sequence that we ended up cutting out. We just decided to drop the characters right into the, the, you know, the events of the movie. But, yeah, there's a first, it's a, I call it kind of a day zero prequel now, which has you know full sound and color and music and everything and effects, where uh, we see... Jamie Burnett's character wake up on day one not knowing what's happening and slowly being realizing like something's not right uh, with with this going on and so she's driving past like windows and suddenly you see like bloody handprints on the windows and stuff so I really hope you know the, the physical media when it comes out we do have some of those extras on those discs and stuff because I as a filmmaker I know like I just enjoy seeing what what made it in the cut and what didn't and why filmmakers chose not to I think that's really interesting it's been kind of my film school Last question. We just have a couple minutes. A lot of times people will write, direct, produce movies, and somebody can just very easily say, oh, this is garbage. Don't waste your time. And it's got to hurt. So when you write and direct a movie, and then, you know, Jamie Bernadette says, brilliant vision, when you get that type of thing, and it actually gets out there on the public, and they and they like it, how fulfilling and, and like almost surreal is that? It is. It's very strange. Uh, you kind of have your own, you know, everyone has their own self-doubts and, and everyone has their own imposter syndrome. And, you know, you always have this, a friend of mine, Tony Salvaggio, who's also uh, works in the film industry and works in animation, coined it perfectly. And he, he calls it the Ed Wood thing where, you know, there's moments of doubt where you turn around and you go, what if, what if it's just all my friends feel bad for me and they're being nice to me telling me I'm talented? What if, what if nobody really likes what I do and people just feel sorry for me? Uh, you always have that. It's interesting. And then, and then something comes out and yeah, you get, you get some reviews and you get some reviews where, you know, people have issues with things and then you get some reviews where, uh, that are much more positive and glowing. What I find interesting is that, you know, uh, uh, just, just based on, end times is uh reviews one some of the reviews we get 
we've had a few people say, well, it's kind of long, it kind of drags, whatever. And then we'll get other reviews saying it's perfectly paced, it's a slow burn. I enjoy spending time with these characters. I like that the filmmakers took time to like let us, like I said, fall in love with the characters. So you realize it's all subjective, man, and that's the great thing about art. Like one person's the thing they hate most about something is another person's favorite thing about it. It's wonderful. There's no right or wrong. It's just it's so much about the context you bring to the movie or the painting or the music or whatever you're coming to. Uh, it's a meeting between that artist and you, and you see one thing totally different from someone else. So there's it's great, and there's no right or wrong. Just remember, every Judd Apatow movie has been called too long, and look how rich he is. So it's not bad <laughs> being too go. long sometimes. It is out now. It's called End Times. Judgment has come from the asylum. We've been speaking with writer-director Jim Towns. Jim, uh, very interesting conversation. Congratulations on the film. I appreciate it, Rick. Thanks for having me on. I really enjoy talking to you. All right, me too. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back and close out hour number one of three right here on SportsBot. watches more than five hours of television really and that's not counting mobile viewing get dish tv and make that time worth it with dish you can get hundreds of channels access to all kinds of sports tons of movies premium channels and more another thing that's really cool with dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable yes that's right we are asking you to watch more tv and not less tv but make it better television with dish this time anytime anywhere so call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. 
Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. I don't even know what that means. Thank you for that, though. We still have a couple more hours to go here. We've got uh, this next hour is free and clear. If you'd like to chime in, uh, we're here for 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. By the way, Tyreek Hill, he has sort of walked back his retirement talks. (laughs) He signed that contract in April, four years, $120 million, and uh, he'll re- it would be when he's 32 years old. And now he says, I can continue to play this game forever. I'm feeling great. Obviously, I'm still fast. That's what he told Sports Illustrated. And so, you know, he was just talking about a heart-to-heart he had with his dad. And he said his dad said, you can have all the money in the world, but what if you're not able to walk what if you're not able to enjoy things so he's probably just got a little bit that's all it is and plus once you start playing football again and then you're like i feel fine and i didn't play in the nfl but i know what it's like too when you get done playing football i never really looked forward to playing it again (laughs) because you know how much of a pain it is and then once you start hitting people in the head with your head you're like okay i'm back i'm rick tittle we got another two hours come on back News. I'm Corey Myers. An Ohio canine officer being shown the door after his dog attacked an unarmed black truck driver. Reports indicate the black man had his hands up after a highway chase. The now former Circleville, Ohio police officer is Ryan Speakman. A use of force review appeared to clear him of all wrongdoing, but the Circleville Police Department fired him anyway. 
effective immediately. The local Black Lives Matter chapter was still planning to protest outside Circleville's police department on Saturday. I'm Ryan Daniels. The Federal Reserve no longer forecasting a U.S. recession this year. That's what Fed Chairman Jerome Powell told reporters after the central bank raised interest rates by a quarter of a percentage point yesterday. He said inflation has moderated, but there's still a long way to go to get it down to the 2% goal. The massive heat wave continues today, putting more than 140 million Americans under heat alerts. Record-breaking temperatures will continue in the southwest because of the heat dome that has parked itself over the region. And that blistering heat is also now invading the Midwest, pushing afternoon highs above 100 degrees. Forecasters are warning that the heat and humidity could last for days. Cities like St. Louis, Wichita, and Kansas City will roast in temperatures 10 to 20 degrees above average. The heat wave will also affect the northern part of the country this week, with New York City expecting record highs in the upper 90s on Thursday and Friday. I'm John Schaefer. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is supposed to have the floating barrier in the region. Rio Grande removed. DOJ attorneys asked the court to order that barrier to come down. They also asked that the state of Texas not install any future barriers while the case is pending. Earlier this week, the DOJ sued the state of Texas over that floating barrier. This is USA News. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? Okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 You know that Big Bargain detergent jug is 85% water, right? 85% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thingy. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the Leaving Bargain liquid detergent. NASCAR taking steps to keep fans safe from the excessive heat this weekend. The Cookout 400 is set for Sunday and thousands of fans are expected at the Richmond Raceway. NASCAR will add cooling stations and misting tents. Meanwhile, the city of Richmond yesterday opened two cooling shelters. They're open through Saturday from 11 to 6 at the Social Services Marshall Plaza building on East Marshall Street and the Southside Community Service Center on Hall Street. Public libraries are also serving as cooling stations. I'm Richard Stelling. Hulk Hogan is engaged during a speech at a friend's wedding over the weekend. The retired professional wrestler shared that he and girlfriend Sky Daly are planning on tying the knot. The Hulkster, whose legal name is Terry Bolia, has been married twice before. Today is the birthday of a legend. And what's up, Doc? That's right, Bugs Bunny's 83rd birthday. It was on this day in history, July 27th, 1940. Bugs Bunny debuted in A Wild Hair, a short animated film released by Warner Brothers. His voice originally done by Mel Blanc, who was told that Bugs was a rascally rabbit, so Mel thought he had to sound tough. Mel said there's no one tougher than a New Yorker from Brooklyn or the Bronx, so he mixed the two together for Bugs' voice. 
I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. We got open lines the rest of the hour. 1-800-878-PLAY. Get in, get heard. We're here for you. You know, the uh, the MVP market, as if you want to do any preseason football, obviously, it's uh, Patrick Mahomes. That's the guy that you want to pick. Remember, when the first time Patrick Mahomes won MVP to start the odds that year, he was a 75-1, to 1, if you can believe that. But... You know, like right now, I'm looking at Geno Smith, 35 to one. Derek Carr, 40 to one. So's Jared Goff. So's Deshaun Watson. And what's weird is that Justin Fields is 25 to one. He's extremely athletic. He just was with the worst team in football. That is very, very weird if you think about it. But I think probably one of the more surprising ones is that Trevor Lawrence is a 16 to 1 to be MVP. I don't I mean look, I understand Lamar Jackson's a 14 to 1. I mean he's basically in the same group. Can they Doug Peterson in his second year, can they flip it around that quickly? I mean I mean, Calvin Ridley is a, a big part of that as well. But think about this. Matthew Stafford, who just won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, he's a 50-1. to 1. And Russell Wilson with Sean Payton, more about him after the break, is a 45-1. to 1. But if you really want to go for one that's a 100-1, to 1, if you want the long shot, Sam Darnold 
is a third string quarterback, but is a, it's a 100 to one. Throw down five bucks. Who knows? All right. Big shout out to our brave men and women listening on the American Forces Radio Network. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're also on the internet at sportsbyline.com. Go there. Click listen live. Emails to me. Go to rick at sportsbyline.com. Thank you. If you want to tweet at me or X at me, it's at Rick Tittle. Come on back. This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention. Like telling you that whether you drive a little over the speed limit or a lot, you can crash just the same. You could hurt yourself or worse, others. I'm at the scene of the collision. And the damage you cause will be beyond repair. See? We didn't have to use crash or siren sounds after all. Speeding catches up with you. Brought to you by NHTSA. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-345-2789. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems. And if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about $100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider at 800-345-2789. That's 800-345-2789. For a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with, call Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Staples has big savings on everything you need for back to school or stocking up the office. Save on signs, banners, and posters expertly printed by Staples Print and Marketing Services. Save on the latest tech and tech total support plans to keep your new or existing PC running right. Plus, save on all your back to school essentials from notebooks to markers. And right now at Staples, you can save even more with $10 off your in-store purchase of $50 or more. Get everything for the office and the classroom for less at Staples. N729. In-store only. Exclusions apply. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. 
Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out. We are back. And I'd love to hear from you at 1-800-878-PLAY. Let's go to my man Chris in Oakland, California. What's going on, Holmes? Again, again, Rick, man. So that, that line, obviously, is from Office Space, where he says, check out Channel 9. Great movie, phenomenal movie. But you said you had him on the show one time. Did you tell me that previously? Is that correct? Yeah, his name is, I think, Dieter Bader. I could be wrong, but he was hilarious. Yeah, Jethro from the Beverly Hillbillies. And so I actually asked him during the interview because I like the Dieter, Dietrich Bader. Thank you, Dominic. Dietrich Bader. I just said, um, you know, I liked, uh, hey, you know, check out Channel 9, check out this chick. And he's like, Lawrence, can you just pretend you can't hear me through the walls? So I said, just say, check out Rick Tittle. And so then we just cut that out that and we used phenomenal. it as a rejoin. What a great, that is just, I mean, such a great classic movie. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I want to give a big shout-out to uh, Dominic. I was talking about flying. I know he was in line. I think I saw him on TV earlier today in line at the Taylor Swift uh, line down there in San Jose. So I know, I know he's a big Taylor Swift guy, and uh, hopefully he gets those tickets. I know they're going for 7000 on the floor. Can you imagine that? $7,000 to see a concert. I mean, Taylor Swift I saw, I saw a few going for 21000 so I was in. I told you I was in Dublin, Ireland, about a month ago, and they announced a Taylor Swift concert for next next June, June twenty twenty four, and there was a big pushback because all the hotels like raised their prices for that weekend. I mean, they're you know it's obviously one stop in Ireland, the whole country is going to come see her. But um, I, I I don't like to admit, but I got some tickets one time. I guess I, her last concert, she was there and took my nieces. Bro, I was I wasn't there by myself. I took my nieces, and um, if I had a girl, I would probably you know take her again. But uh, you know. Good, good stuff for Let me there. ask you this, Chris. What's the most you've ever spent on a ticket to a concert or a sporting event? Yeah, uh, probably the Super Bowl in uh, two oh two, which was only four hundred bucks. You know, and, and uh, you know, it, was, it took my dad. My dad and I went. It was the best time going to the Super Bowl up until kickoff. Um, you know, Woodson mm-hmm. goes up. We're up three points. You know, Woodson gets a, the interception, and then uh, I actually met yep. uh, Beyonce, and I tell the story all the time. I, you know, I somehow I was. Calling, you know, pay phones back then. Nobody had cell phones, or I didn't have a cell phone. But I call. I was calling somebody, and I'm sitting there at uh, was it Qualcomm? Was it, I guess it was Qualcomm at the time. I don't know what it was. Whatever, it's San Diego. Yeah. It's not there anymore. Jack but Murphy, uh, Beyonce man. walked by, man. I waved at her, and I, you know, I like to tell people she waved back, but maybe she didn't. Who knows? But um, yeah, four hundred bucks for that. What about you, Rick? What, what's the most you ever spent? What, with the Stones in uh, in '83, you paid. You know, what'd you what'd you pay? The most I ever spent was $300 for a ticket to see USA, Czech Republic, and Gelsenkirchen at World Cup 2006 in Germany. But can I tell you a quick uh, Super Bowl bucks. story from that same Super Bowl? I would, I would so, love it. It was, a rough, it was a rough night, but yeah. Yeah, well, I left before Gannon's fifth interception. <laughs> um, I met uh, um, Tara Reid and I took a selfie with her. This is before cell wow, phones. I just turned from, my uh, camera from, around. From, uh, the, the American Pie one. American right? Pie. Real attractive blonde. Yeah, yeah and then her bouncer, her bouncer pushed me, even though she said I could take the picture with her. But anyway, Tara, I wait, 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 wait. got Tara into Reed had the... had a bouncer? Okay, she ain't that. She's not that. All right, whatever. Well, she's five foot one. I mean, I mean, she's, I think most girls okay. could beat her up, so, so just to be safe. <laughs> and I think she was drunk, too. But anyway, so, so you, so wait, wait, I got the into push the, you, even though you got the selfie. You need, you need to post that selfie, Rick. I you said, need to post that selfie again. I don't know where that is. I, I took the picture and I said, "Can I take a picture?" She's like, "Sure." And then she like put her arm <laughs> up around me and I took it. And then the bouncer just gave me a little shove after I took it. You probably could have handled them. Though. Anyway, I'm sure you could handle them, Rick. You're, you're a tough guy. 
Yeah. Can I tell you a quick story about that Super Bowl? I would love it. Yeah. So I got into the the Lee Steinberg party because I'm so oh, connected. Awesome. And they That's took awesome. over the Perfect. San Diego Zoo. And oh, damn, there are okay. a lot of big shots there. And so I walked in. I was with a couple of my friends. And then they sort of separated and they turned around. And there was a conversation that Jerry Jones was having. And so I just stood in this like semicircle of six people that he saw. And then I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> and then the other five walked away. And I'm like, so Whoa. now it's just me. And so now you he's telling just me the story. And I'm thinking, I can't walk away. It's too, it's too mean. It's too rude. So I sat there with this fake smile on my face for like five minutes. And he got done with the end of the story. And I was like, all right, sounds good. And then I left, but. I, I, this, it's a good lesson on don't be the last one stuck with the conversation. <laughs> Listen, well, you know, they always said Hitler would, you know, stay up late at night and bore the, the you know what, out of all of his, like, generals and other hangers on. He would just tell all the stories about himself and he would just eat cake and stuff. So, not to compare Jerry Jones to Hitler, but, uh, but there you go. <laughs> I, so, I got two questions, Rick, actually, because I'm already bringing your show to a halt. Um, Number one, you talked about Netherlands earlier, obviously the, the big game last night. I was at the Giants-A's game and didn't get to watch it. But, you know, Netherlands, if, if, if you know, those that remember, you know, donated, not donated, loaned the United States a bunch of money. So even though Netherlands doesn't get the credit for the American Revolution, they were a big factor in the U.S. winning that war. They don't, I mean, obviously France, we know about them, but Netherlands, don't, you know, uh, loaned, and Spain loaned a lot of money to fight England. So... Believe me, it one. helped okay, so, that the whole world, it, it helped that the whole world hated England, yes. You know, that's, hey, man, you know, well, well, my, my enemies, my enemies, but whatever that, that phrase is. Okay, mm -hmm. so, um, I didn't, again, I didn't see the national anthem. I'm not trying to, again, bring a bunch of junk. But, you know, there was a lot of pushback from, you know, half of our country, not half, but many member, many people in our country that because the, the, the women's team, you know, half the team didn't stand up for the national anthem, or not didn't stand up, but they didn't embrace the national anthem. And, you know, Megan Rapinoe, great player, you know, I didn't, and I didn't know she was from Redding, California, which is fantastic, great city up there, Redding, California. But, you know, she didn't want to go when they won last time because she didn't like the president. I get it. But, you know, you're the U.S. national team. And I, I could, I mean, I don't know, man, I could see why there's some pushback on this team if they're going to be, you know, not fully embracing being the U.S. team. So, again, I'm a middle-aged white guy, you know, I, for, it is what it is. I also look at this as like the Brittany Griner situation last year, wherein, you know, super, super, super trumped up charges on somebody that had nothing. I mean, I got, you know, I'm a Californian, right? I, I don't, you know, I got some plants growing that would probably be illegal in a lot of places. But, you know, Brittany Griner's there with some hash oil. But yet, at the same time, you had a lot of people that were not giving out a bunch of support to her because. You know, she didn't stand up for the national anthem, and she had a lot of personal issues. And, you know, she's won two gold medals for the United States, you know, and that's more than I'm ever going to do, and so God bless her. But, you know, I could see why there's a lot of pushback if you're the U.S. national team and yet you don't want to, you know, support our country fully. So maybe that's uh, 1950s, uh, you know, concept, well, I, but I just want to I've never out. seen... I've never seen Megan Rapinoe disrespectful to the national anthem. Um, I mean, Gabe Kapler wouldn't go out for it last year. One of the things I love about this country is you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Um, it, I could not care less if a stranger hates the country or is ungrateful or bites a hand that feeds it or however you want to put it or 
Um, I mean, if they gave the finger during the national anthem, I think if you represent any national team, that would be disrespectful. Um, but I think if you just stand there and you don't embrace it and you don't sing, I just the last thing I'm ever going to think of is whether or not a stranger is embracing the national anthem. It just, it, you know, that that's there's no death squad that's going to come for you. And and you know, I think if you pay your taxes and stay out of jail, then you you can stay here in this country. <laughs> And obviously, you're very, um, uh, you have a great global view of, of life and stuff. That's why I really like you, Rick. Um, I would, you know, I would, yeah, I, w- I would agree. I mean, there was that famous court case in, I guess, 1990. It was, uh, what, U.S. versus Texas, where there was going to be a, um, a ban on burning the U.S. flag. And, you know, and I think the justice got it right. I mean, they said, hey, you know, we're not going to, you know, it's a form of free speech. You should be able to do that. The government should not be able to come after you. And I agree with that. But the guy, but the, and I forget the justice name, but he's basically like, but if you're doing it next to me, I'm going to, you know, we're going to get, we're going to start fighting. And I think that's more what people are feeling. Like, they have every right to not, to, you know, uh, um, oh, the, the guy from the Kings, the, um, Abdul Rauf, you know, when he was like, you know, he was very respectful. He was like, hey, I'm not going to come out for the national anthem. I, I get that, man. And, you know, but, the, but it, to also be a public figure and to not expect a pushback, I think that's what I'm saying. So they have every right to well, not do just, anything. Everybody has a right. Like, like, if you see, you know, people kiss that you don't think should be kissing and you're thinking inside you, sure. you know, that's not a crime. Everybody is going to react the way. Do you know that if the American flag touches the ground, do you know what you're supposed to do with it? You're supposed to burn it, man. I'm an Eagle Scout, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you're supposed to burn it. That, yeah, you're you're supposed to burn the flag. I mean, and you're not, and no, and we're not doing that, man. I mean, they have about, what if you were, boxes. Yeah, they're not doing. What it. if you were burning the flag because you were following the rules, and then someone's like, "Hey, what the hell are you doing?" Right, but but you know, when I think of burning the flag, I'm looking at you know Tehran in 1979 where they're stomping on it. And you yes. know, doing all kinds. Yeah. I mean, you know, urinating on it. And, that and you know what? I mean, I, all I get, yeah. And you know what? Listen, I've I've had people hate me because I'm American from the times I was in the '80s when I was traveling up and down Western Europe, and it's fine. Sure. You know, it's like if they want to be ignorant, almost everyone that hates America, unless we've unless we've bombed your city, which we might have done, but most people <laughs> hate America. Okay. Is most yeah. people who had made America are just jealous. Anyway, I gotta run. That's my okay, Rick. Thanks, man. Theory. Go A's. We're we're right. sucking, but that's even my more. view All of right. it. You're, you're just if you're if you're if you hate America, you just want to be one. That's what I say, Rick. That's just as ignorant as anyone else. Maybe it is. I'm Rick Tavoli. Come on, buddy. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. 
the only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the program. Come on in and get heard. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. We can get into uh, politics, if you like. And uh, as Chris was mentioning, uh, his thoughts, uh, everybody... um, is entitled to all their opinions. For me, 
this may make me sound like a contrarian, but when I get to places that are super liberal, I tend to get more conservative. And then when I get to places that are super conservative, I tend to get more liberal. Um, and I sort of feel like, like whatever's dominating, those people are making me sick. <laughs> I think that's why growing up in the Berkeley area where everybody was wearing tie-dyed and everybody was high and smoking weed this is why i've never smoked marijuana in my life and you couldn't pay me to do it it's just not for me my older brother smoked all the weed you'd ever want and i just it's just not for me i have no interest in drugs i never have i never will i don't judge other people go ahead all my friends smoked weed otherwise i wouldn't have had any friends but my point is <clears throat> everybody uh, like I said, if you have a distaste for someone who doesn't belt out the national anthem, then you're allowed to have that distaste for it. I uh, I think most people don't sing because they're embarrassed to sing the national anthem. <laughs> and believe me, as someone who is a ham who loves karaoke, I would say, not 90%, but I would say 80% of people I ask, they always say, I'll never do karaoke. I'm horrible. Everyone would leave. And then I say, we all stink. This is, that's why it's karaoke. We're not professionals. I have bombed many times. Uh, they're like, no. I'm like, well, do you sing in the shower? Do you sing in the car? Do you sing by yourself? And they're like, oh, yeah, all the time. I think you should just try it. Never. <laughs> Remember, on the list of people's fear, speaking in public was ahead of death. People <laughs> on the whole, I guess, through this knowledge, would rather die than speak in public. They're more scared of that. Let's go back to the phone lines at 1-800-878-PLAY to the great state of Michigan with Robert. Robert, what's on your mind, my friend? Hey, Rick. Uh, feeling good in the summertime. Uh, you know, it's an off-season for a lot of sports, but I just wanted to chime on in anyways. You know, I'm plus 60, yeah, you know, there's, so there's, you remember there's you were... Never any off Sorry, I was gonna say there's never yeah. any off season. We got we got baseball. We got lots of stuff going on. Oh yeah, most, most definitely, most definitely. Uh, but uh, you were uh, last week. You had on a comedian who kind of picked on you, picked on you in the audience because you were fifty plus fifty. Well, I'm plus sixty, <laughs> yes. so just keep that in mind. <laughs> in my but mind, then, uh, I'm not, but in reality, unfortunately, I'm yeah, not. I know, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm forever young, like still running and playing ball and basketball and right. enjoying it. But then uh, you, your Dan Campbell uh, imitation, it's pretty good, but I think you got a little bit too much Southern twang in there sometimes. So maybe you can just file well, it down is, a little bit. He is a, he is a Southerner, isn't he? He's from Texas, so maybe maybe Christian yeah. can give you a advice. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, uh, it's, it's a good, good... Um, Good going. He he does behave that way with that uh, charisma. Yeah, he's a he was an A yeah. and M guy, right? Now I got to look it up. Um, uh, he went yeah he went to A and M and he went to high school in Glen Rose, Texas, and he was born in Clifton, Texas. So he is Texas. That's right. there you go. There you go. Six five two seventy. Yeah, he he played tight end. He was a tight end, so he he, he had some game, mm -hmm. a little bit of game with him. Yeah, so um, uh, you were talking about Holland a little bit earlier. 
in, in Netherlands and um me being a Finnish background there was a, there was a great Finnish player who played in uh, Holland Yari Litmanen Yes yes it. and he he was he was uh number he 10 Ajax, kind of right yeah. in the middle there Yeah he was and he followed uh, Louis van Gaal everywhere Louis van Gaal went Yari Litmanen went with him so he was like a if you think well, about Finnish football, played, it was like amazing. It was just amazing that that he yeah, someone no, from he was in those all days. through the nineties. He was Ajax's probably best striker, and then he went to Barcelona, and then he went to Liverpool, and and then he bounced around a little yeah. bit. But uh, yeah, he was the yeah. man for a good decade. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he sure was. And uh, good guy, a real good guy. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, what? This is just an open question, but what is going on with Big Ten sports? You think about this Northwestern uh, hazing incident. Then you have previous things, of course, with Michigan State. Like huge things at Michigan State, huge things at U of M, Ohio State. I mean, well, the U of M thing is about Harbaugh. Yeah, that Harbaugh thing with who got texted. Listen, I think those aren't unique to the Big Ten. It just so happens that the hazing came out at Northwestern, which you know prides itself on being the most academic of all the schools in that conference. Um, I think that happens everywhere, and most. Oh, places I'm talking are about like, more, oh, just... more, more serious accusations from U of M and Michigan State. You know, in Ohio State, they were involved in these uh, predator activities. Terrible. Well, yeah, it's all terrible. I mean, the worst of all was Baylor with the it, the rapes and yeah. I mean, this this, this culture. State, another big time when school. You, my goodness. Yeah, when you play football, you sort of it's almost like I to me, and it's not as tough, but to me, it's like joining the Marines. You you give up your individuality. You basically are a soldier at that point. And I know Marines hate being called mm-hmm. soldiers. They say that's the army, but you basically you know you you buy in to this this almost like this dictatorship and it can get twisted no doubt yes yes you said it perfectly you really did because uh, a lot of players even mm. knew beforehand going in to see that doctor that was going to happen they knew that was going to happen they get they just kind of like in the locker oh, room you're talking about Larry about Nassar? And, stuff. and then i'm talking about there's another guy from u of m who was named uh boy his name slips me but he's he, he passed away but but uh, it's it's a horrific horrific topic. Well, when, I know, but, you, I, but I'm just wondering. Whenever like, someone, yeah, when you have power over children or young adults, people can abuse that power, and it's that's time immemorial. Unfortunately, that's just the that happens a lot. But yes, whenever we can crack down on it, we got to do it. But as I said, I don't. Oh, most the, definitely. The, you know. It's happening in the Big Ten, but I think these things happen all over the place, and it's just hush-hush, or it just hasn't been exposed yet. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it gets exposed more and more and, 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 and prosecuted accordingly. Yeah. Yes. All right. Hey, Robert, so, man, I always I always appreciate the call, my man. All right. I'll hit, hit you back next time with some more sunshinier events. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's Robert in Michigan. And hey, sometimes the headlines aren't sunshiny. And of course, you know, the media is a, uh, I guess I have to include myself in that, but it's a revenue producing machine. This isn't, you know, like states not sponsored news. 
And uh, a lot of times the headlines are bad. You know, any any type of uh, news outlet that said, we're just going to deliver the good news, that lasted about five minutes. You can have a, we're just going to deliver the good news maybe as a 20-minute segment during a 24-hour news cycle. But other than that, it's got to be fire, blood, war, explosions, even in college football. All right, I'm Rick Tuttle. We'll take a quick break. Lines are available. We'd love to hear from you. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back. two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died or did it. Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Uh. 
What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Well, that hurts my feelings. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world, getting some good discussion on the phone lines. 1-800-878-PLAY. I said I was going to mention Sean Payton. Why? Well, it's not often that people in the same line of work, fraternity, brotherhood, what you want, kind of uh, rip another one. But Sean Payton doesn't need to impress anyone. He got a ring. He got a ring in probably the most unlikely place. If you grew up when I did with the expansion New Orleans Saints, they were beyond bad. They weren't just bad. They were basically like the A's right now, except forever. That was just the Saints. The A's are doing this on purpose, and it's just for a year, knock on wood. (laughs) The Saints are always like that. But Peyton was pointing out just how bad first-year head coach Nathaniel Hackett was before he got fired. Remember, he didn't even last a year. He told USA Today, did Peyton... They can only beat the S out of you so much, but everybody's got a little stink on their hands. It's not just Russell Wilson. It was a poor offensive line. It might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. That's how bad it was. Now, while he was lambasing the previous regime he also threw a little bit of shade on the jets who were one of the afc darlings even when aaron Rodgers isn't there payton said it doesn't happen often where an nfl team or organization gets embarrassed and that's what happened here and part of it was their own fault relative to spending so much effing time trying to win the off-season, the PR, the pomp and circumstance, marching people around and all this stuff. We're not doing any of that. The Jets did that this year. You watch Hard Knocks, all of it. I can see it coming. Remember when Dan Snyder put that dream team together? I was at the Giants in 2000. I was a young coach. I thought, how are we going to compete with them? Deion Sanders is there now. That team won eight games or whatever. So listen, just put the work in. End quote. Wow. And so Peyton, talking about how the Jets have won the offseason and PR, and of course you trade for a four-time MVP, first ballot Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion quarterback Aaron Rodgers, 
And the Jets have uh, added Alan Lazard and McCole Hardman and Randall Cobb. And apparently Delvin Cook might be on the way. He's visiting the Jets as we speak. It's interesting because the Broncos and the Jets are similar in a couple ways because both have very good defenses led by veteran quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls and then were traded away. But Coach Payton is hardly the first person to believe that the Jets may be overhyped. Uh, I've already said I don't even uh, see the Jets <clears throat> getting out of the first round, even if they get there. But for him to come out and compare them to last year's pitiful Broncos squad, I think is kind of notable. But remember this, the Jets will take on the Broncos in week five, and all of this will be brought up again. It will not be forgotten. But uh, as I said, I, I kind of admire a guy who will shoot from the hip, and it, it makes me kind of, uh, um, I don't want to say excited, but it makes me more intrigued on what else we're going to get from Peyton this year. Because what if they win four games? Is he going to point the finger at himself? Um, <clears throat> and... The other thing is, like I said, if you came in and you ripped him and you've never done anything before, that's sort of not allowed. I mean, when Joe Lacob bought the Warriors, he said, I'm not a cure for cancer, but I am a cure for Cohan. And the whole Bay Area went, shut up. First of all, don't mention cancer. And second of all, you might be worse than Chris Cohan. Chris Cohan was this guy. The Warriors used to be owned by uh, Dan Finan and is it Dan Fitzgerald. And Finan and Fitzgerald brought in Cohan as a minority owner. And Cohan made his money off of cable television, the early days of cable. And there was something in the contract that if Cohan had an aggressive takeover, basically if he decided he wanted to buy 51% of the team, they were obliged legally to do it and then he would become owner so that was on them for putting that in the contract language <clears throat> and Cohen did that and he told Finan and Fitzgerald to take a hike and um, and then he basically went to one or two warrior games <laughs> now he was not as bad as John Fisher because he never tried to make the Warriors suck they just sucked there's a big difference between being indifferent and negligent you know, it's not like when the Warriors, because he was there during Run TMC, and it's not like, um, I mean, those were his only happy times if he cared or he paid attention or if he even knew he or didn't forget that he owned the team. <clears throat> but that would be like drafting Tim Hardaway and Mitch Richmond, and then two years later trading them. When, once you find out they're pretty, you know, darn good players, excellent, trading them away. Or trading Chris Mullen, you know, three years in. That's that's the difference between Cohan and and we used to think Cohan was the worst, and he was at the time. But you know, it's sort of like we used to think that you know George W. Bush was not very stately, and you know now he looks like Neville Chamberlain uh, in today's world. It's just a it's a perspective thing, right? <clears throat> All right, so Sean Payton, this is my favorite quote. 
it might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. That's how bad it was. And he's entitled to that opinion. As I said, he's not Chris, he's not Joe Lacob coming in who had never done anything. You know, if Red Auerbach bought your team and said, the guy here before sucked, and you're like, wow, that's cold blooded, but I mean, you're Red Auerbach. And that's Sean Payton. <clears throat> the last guy here sucked. Here's the thing now, and Nathaniel Hackett, you know, his dad, Paul Hackett, was a great coach, and he was the head coach at USC, and, you know, he had been around the NFL a, a long time. <clears throat> but as Sean Payton, Payton is ripping the Jets, something that you have to remember is that he, Nathaniel Hackett, is the new offensive coordinator. So I would be interested to see if there's a, a backlash one way or another. Nathaniel Hackett is a guy who <clears throat> played football up here at UC Davis, and his first job was a linebacker's coach right when he left. And like I said, when your dad, when you have the name Hackett, your dad, it's just like um, being a, a uh, Kiffin, you know, Monty Kiffin, his son is like, oh, Ooh, his son, he might be good too. And, you know, three years as the Packers offensive coordinator and the Broncos are like, this is the guy. And they brought him in. And, <clears throat> you know, they thought it was a fresh start. Remember who the Broncos had before him? Vic Fangio, who should have been an NFL head coach probably 15 years before he finally got the job. You know, he just was, it's like probably like hiring Miller Huggins to take over the Braves. It's just a different time. But the very first game, I mean, let's just look at it. The very first game against the Seahawks, the Broncos had a fourth and five at midfield with over a minute left and all three timeouts. And he let the clock run down to 20 seconds and then tried a 64-yard field goal. They were down by one point, <clears throat> and Brandon McManus missed. And the next day, Hackett said, I regret it, and we definitely should have gone for it then. <sighs> That's hard, you know? I've seen a million coaches, and they go, look, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but this was the decision, and, uh, you know, I get paid the big bucks, and this is, you know, we thought it was the right decision, and, uh, and if he kicked it, we'd all be talking about how smart I am right now. But he said, I regret it. We should have gone for it. And you're like, why did you trade, and why did you sign an extension for Russell Wilson, who has an outside shot at the Hall of Fame, to take the ball out of his hands with 70 seconds left and all three timeouts, and then you let it run down to 20, <clears throat> right? But then there was week two against the Texans, a game that Denver won 16-9. to And remember how bad the Texans were last year. But he had a bunch of clock management mishaps. And so they hired a guy named Jerry Roseburg, and Jerry Roseburg was a guy, if you remember, he was the interim Broncos head coach for like a game, another like 15 years ago. And they hired him 
to be the clock management guy. So basically saying two games in, we don't trust you, Herm Edwards, with the clock. And so then it was that game uh, on Boxing Day um, where they lost to the Rams 51-14, to and they were 4-11. and And then they told Roseburg, can you take over again? (laughs) If you talk about coaches that did not finish their first season, Lou Holtz, 1976, Pete McCulley, 78, Bobby Petrino, 2007. Remember, he quit the Falcons to go to Arkansas. He left a note on on the locker room at every chair. And, of course, Urban Meyer two years ago because of Grindgate, as I call it. But Hackett's tenure has been regarded as one of the most inept in team history and NFL history. And here's the thing. Hackett is taking over from Mike LaFleur, who got fired. I would rather have (laughs) Mike LaFleur, a guy who... Of course, coach with the Falcons and the Browns and out here with the Niners uh, as well. But it's, uh, it's kind of cold-blooded, to say the least, to say it was the worst of all time. And, you know, Paul Hackett's last job, by the way, was with the Raiders. He was the quarterback coach uh, in 2009-2010. But, uh yeah. Sean Payton just ripped an easy target. But you know what? Sean Payton's going to be good for a quote or five this year. All right, Brick, come on back on Sports Island. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain, they know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. 
everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl- flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right, we have a big trade. It's just come over the wire. The Angels announced we are not trading Shohei Otani, and they doubled down on that news by acquiring Lucas Gelito from the Chicago White Sox. Another impending free agent. Uh, Gelito, 29 years old, has a 3.79 ERA uh, right now. And um, going the other way, a pair of uh, prospects and catcher Edgar Caro and left-hander Kai Bush. Bush was the Angels' second-round pick two years ago. Uh, has a three-and-a-half ERA in Double A. He's a six-foot-six lefty, um, and says that Bush will need to improve his consistency with his arsenal. The 20-year-old Caro, uh, Q-U-E-R-O, Caro. He's out of Cuba, and he was ranked as a top 100 prospect by baseball prospectus coming in. He did play in the Futures game and um, a very good defensive catcher, even at 20 years old. He's also at AA. And by the way, reliever Ronaldo Lopez goes from the Angels to the White Sox as well. So once again, Lucas Giolito, the Angels are all in on this season, which I think is the right decision for them. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline.
KSA News. I'm Corey Myers. An Ohio canine officer being shown the door after his dog attacked an unarmed black truck driver. Reports indicate the black man had his hands up after a highway chase. The now former Circleville, Ohio police officer is Ryan Speakman. A use of force review appeared to clear him of all wrongdoing, but the Circleville Police Department fired him anyway, effective immediately. The local Black Lives Matter chapter was still planning to protest outside Circleville's police department on Saturday. I'm Ryan Daniels. The Federal Reserve no longer forecasting a U.S. recession this year. That's what Fed Chairman Jerome Powell told reporters after the central bank raised interest rates by a quarter of a percentage point yesterday. He said inflation has moderated, but there's still a long way to go to get it down to the 2% goal. The massive heat wave continues today, putting more than 140 million Americans under heat alerts. Record-breaking temperatures will continue in the southwest because of the heat dome that has parked itself over the region. And that blistering heat is also now invading the Midwest, pushing afternoon highs above 100 degrees. Forecasters are warning that the heat and humidity could last for days. Cities like St. Louis, Wichita, and Kansas City will roast in temperatures 10 to 20 degrees above average. The heat wave will also affect the northern part of the country this week, with New York City expecting record highs in the upper 90s on Thursday and Friday. I'm John Schaefer. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is supposed to have the floating barrier in the region. Rio Grande removed. DOJ attorneys asked the court to order that barrier to come down. They also asked that the state of Texas not install any future barriers while the case is pending. Earlier this week, the DOJ sued the state of Texas over that floating barrier. This is USA News. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? Okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 You know that Big Bargain detergent jug is 85% water, right? 85% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thingy. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the Leaving Bargain liquid detergent. NASCAR taking steps to keep fans safe from the excessive heat this weekend. The Cookout 400 is set for Sunday and thousands of fans are expected at the Richmond Raceway. NASCAR will add cooling stations and misting tents. Meanwhile, the city of Richmond yesterday opened two cooling shelters. They're open through Saturday from 11 to 6 at the Social Services Marshall Plaza building on East Marshall Street and the Southside Community Service Center on Hall Street. Public libraries are also serving as cooling stations. I'm Richard Stelling. Hulk Hogan is engaged during a speech at a friend's wedding over the weekend. The retired professional wrestler shared that he and girlfriend Sky Daly are planning on tying the knot. The Hulkster, whose legal name is Terry Bolia, has been married twice before. Today is the birthday of a legend. And what's up, Doc? 
That's right. Bugs Bunny's 83rd birthday. It was on this day in history, July 27th, 1940. Bugs Bunny debuted in A Wild Hair, a short animated film released by Warner Brothers. His voice originally done by Mel Blanc, who was told that Bugs was a rascally rabbit, so Mel thought he had to sound tough. Mel said there's no one tougher than a New Yorker from Brooklyn or the Bronx, so he mixed the two together for Bugs' voice. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that hour three underway. Samuel Acho at 11.40. The FIBA Under-18 European Championships, this is basketball, uh, they resumed yesterday after a viral a- outbreak affected six teams. <clears throat> you say, what's this, COVID? No, but six teams, Finland, Greece, Lithuania, Slovenia, Spain, and Turkey, they were all staying in the same hotel in a town called Nice, Serbia, which isn't very nice. And they all had the same symptoms, including nausea, fever, abdominal pain, diarrhea. No one knows what it is. And FIBA said some of the team's personnel continued to be weakened by the illness, but the majority of those affected have either recovered or are on their way to full recovery. The Serbian Basketball Federation are waiting for the official results of the test conducted by the relevant health authorities investigating the exact cause of the illness. Now, this tournament began with everyone slipping because the floors were slippery. And then there was this protest. Players refused to go out for the final five minutes because they said the floor was too slippery. And one player, a Polish forward named Jakub Zmuzmerd from Poland, he uh, 
is out for the tournament because he said he was developing breathing difficulties and they sent him back to Poland. And it's <laughs> it's not funny, uh, but this, this thing is a disaster right now. And um, another guy lost consciousness returning to the bench after chasing a ball out of bounds. You ever wonder why you bring your own doctors when you go to these places? And nothing against Serbia. This isn't, I'm not saying it's Serbia. To me, it sounds like a bad hotel with maybe some bad water, a Legionnaires type of situation. I don't know. But uh, by the way, you have diarrhea every day. Welcome to my world. Willkommen auf mein Welt. I'm just playing. All right, I'm Rick. Rick, that's gross, man. I know it's gross. That's Robbie Gross, man. It's totally. J.D. Sharp's going to join us on the other side. We'll talk a little MLB. We'll get his thoughts about Lucas Giolito going to the AL West. Come on back. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. 
Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. SellFast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. It is 11-12. This is when we check in at uh, our friends at ProWagering and ProWagering.com. They know how to prognosticate sports, and we bring in J.D. Sharp. And, J.D., you and I are in agreement that the best thing for the Angels to do is just to hold on to Otani and see if you can make the playoffs. They're about four games back in the wild card. They need to leapfrog about three others. But, no, they basically said this morning, look, quit talking about Otani. He's off the market, and just in the last hour, they have acquired Lucas Giolito, uh, a rental from the White Sox. It's all about this year for Anaheim. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, I told you yesterday that's exactly what, the, what they should do. Giolito is who they should go after, and they were never going to trade Otani. I don't think they ever were going to do it. Uh, the team is actually very, very talented with Neto and Moniak, and obviously Trout and Rendon, and clearly Otani, who, by the way, is throwing a no-hitter right now against the Tigers. He struck out six in four innings, only had 55 pitches, so he could he, he could throw a no-hitter today, uh, which would be crazy. How, how, would, how would that look for a, for a season resume if that were to take place? But it's the right move. Uh, it's definitely the right move for them. I think that they're, that he's actually going to be there for probably the duration of his career. If he, get, if he does go anywhere uh, this offseason, it may be the Mariners. I think that would, that would make sense for him as for a destination because uh, they have talent to win championships. They have money to spend. They've got Julio Rodriguez already there as a superstar. They'd be a good one, too. And then uh, I like that. They have a good pitching staff, good bullpen. And then, obviously, the weather. The weather's very similar to what he's used to in Japan. So I think that uh, it's possible he ends up being a Mariner. But for the time being, he's going to be an Angel. And the Angels have a legitimate chance to win the World Series. They get Logan O'Hoppy back soon. Um, adding Giolito's a big deal. Giolito's been one of the most consistent pitchers in Major League Baseball this year because he's got that size. He's 6'6", 260. Uh, doesn't throw that hard, but he's got... He generates enough power quickly to, to handle the time clock that you know, he's, he's, played, he's played well in a tough American league for the White Sox. I don't see that changing. That should, that should bring it on Giolito. They're going to get, what, probably eight starts out of him, maybe ten starts out of him, maybe 12 starts out of him. And I think he's probably going to win eight of those. So that'll, that, they're right there. There's your four games making in the wild card. So, yeah, I think that the Angels are a team that should be under serious consideration uh, to make the World Series this year, Rick. I'm sort of assuming that Tampa Bay or Baltimore, one of those will be the wild card, and I shouldn't assume that in July, but let's just say that's the fact. That means for two spots, it's Houston, Toronto, Boston, New York, L.A., Seattle, and Cleveland. There's a lot of teams. This is why I like the wild card, because we have a little bit of a a race there. The Yankees, two and a half behind Toronto for that third spot. They have the Red Sox one game ahead of them there, but they get Aaron Judge back tomorrow this is what we're hearing 
Uh, yeah. They grinded one out against their, you know, cross the East River rivals, the Mets, uh, yesterday. But what do you think at this point, with Aaron Judge coming back, one of the biggest stars on the planet, what this does for the Yanks? I mean, it's huge. Obviously, Judge is uh, he's, he's a game changer. He's the uh, all-time American League single-season home run leader. Uh, he's got unbelievable power. He's liable to hit a home run at any time. He can now hit the curveball. He hits for average as well. He's got a chance probably to, to win the Triple Crown at some point in his career with uh, the way that his, his game is progressing. But he is injury-prone. But, I mean, that, that adds another guy that pitchers really have to be mindful of, especially with this pitch clock, um, around Rizzo and Stanton. And the other guys that are on that team only to hit home runs. So actually, without Judge, their their whole philosophy of being this long ball team that doesn't steal a lot of bases and doesn't play at all like the Diamondbacks, for example, or the Rays, for example, or even the Braves with Acuna, who's got 60 steals now. Um, they have to have Judge for their for their offense to work. Otherwise, it doesn't. We saw that that was very very abundantly clear for a while there. They were relying on like Harrison Bader and Billy McKinney. As their as their two big offensive threats, and you just can never do that. So yeah, I mean it's it, it's a massive deal. Rodon looked good last night as well. So the Yankees should, are definitely going to be a contender. I still think they need to get rid of some of that long ball. They need to trade a Rizzo or maybe even Glaber Torres and get a little younger, get a little faster at a couple of positions. Then I think you can keep Judge where he's at, keep Stanton where he's at, but but get, but get these get these guys some RBIs by having people on base. That they can actually hit, you know, they can actually hit home when they do hit those bombs 40, 50 times a year, like they're going to for their whole career. Now that the uh, uh, trade has happened for Giolito, what do the A's do for a corresponding move? No, just kidding. What do the Rangers? <laughs> they just and give away their What do team. the Rangers in Houston do? <laughs> I mean, right now it's the battle of Texas for the division. Yeah, no, I, I would I say I would Rangers. say that the, the I would say that the the Rangers are the odd man out. They've had great offensive production, but that's starting to tail off a little bit. Do I think Heim's going to finish with 120 RBIs as a catcher? Probably not. Uh, do I think that Seager's going to finish with a 350 batting average? Probably not. I think Garcia's going to tail off. But now the Astros have Alvarez back. They've got Altuve back. I mean, right now, Rick, the most underrated player in Major League Baseball is Kyle Tucker for the Astros. The guy's done nothing but hit 30 home runs. Hit 280 to 300, steal 15 to 30 bases a year. Uh, he had three home runs last week in a game. Uh, actually, I think it was Monday. He had another game where he hit a home run. He steals base. He gets on base. I mean, the Astros have a ton of offensive ability. And Abreu is sitting on that team, and he's got 55 RBIs very, very quietly. So, yeah, I think uh, then Bregman's starting to play well. He had a three-run bomb last night. So I would say that the Astros have, have the leg up there. But – do they have the pitching? Because I thought that they would make that move for Giolito, but the Angels beat him to the they, they beat him to the punch. So you know, good for them. But if I'm the Astros, I think at this point you have to try to trade for Marcus Stroman. At, at this point, I think you have to do that. Um, and if they don't, I'm not. I just you know, but, but I mean, last year Valdez, Javier, they played well. I mean, obviously they won the World Series, but you know, Verlander was a big part of that, and he's not there anymore, and he's pitching well for the Mets as well. So uh, if I'm the Astros, you need starting pitching like everyone else, um, and you definitely have the players to trade for it. But are they going to make that move? If they don't, I don't think they have a chance of making the World Series. If they do, I think they, I think they can win again. They have that much offensive talent, Rick. Yeah, there's a reason why Kyle Tucker was the fifth overall pick out of high school. Uh, Tampa, some high school in Tampa, he was the fifth. And I remember for years, that was the one guy where Jeff Luno and, and then the people after him was like, we're not trading 
Kyle Tucker. Got to see him represent the United States, too. He's a uh, very underrated. He's a quiet guy. That's why I think he's so underrated. Yeah, um, yeah. One more question for you. When you look at tenuous leads in divisions, only the Braves are yawning at the rest of their division. They got a 10-game lead. Which lead do you think is more tenuous, the Twins with a two-game lead over Cleveland or Milwaukee one-and-a-half over the Reds? Honestly, I think they're pretty similar. I mean, you have to look at Milwaukee's you know, pitching staff, and they've been really, really good this year. They have a good pitching staff, obviously. Their starting pitching is good. Devin Williams is good. I don't like their offense at all. I prefer the Reds' offense to them, and I think that, you know, you look at Alexis Diaz, he's a very, very good closer. He's been pitching really well for the Reds also, so their bullpen, uh, led by him, is actually really good also. Andrew, Andrew Abbott's been pitching really well as, as a as a rookie. So, uh, honestly, I thought the Reds should have taken a shot at Otani. And you know, and I think they would have had he stayed on the had he stayed on the trade block because they have the prospects. They're one of the only teams that has the prospects to do it. But I would say that uh, Sonny Gray is tailing off. Joe Ryan's very inconsistent. He got hit for I think six runs yesterday. Bullpen's good. Offense isn't that good. Um, I would say that probably the the Guardians have a better chance of overtaking the. Twins than the Reds do the Brewers. Although I do think if Ella De La Cruz gets hot at any point, uh, they're going to be really tough to beat because he hasn't even been hot. He's not, he's not even, I think he's hitting like 270. Yeah, stealing a lot of bases, scoring a lot of runs. I mean, he hits those 500 foot home runs probably once a week, but he's not having those consistent numbers. Whereas with uh, with the Indian with the Guardians, you've got Quan playing well. They just traded Rosario for Syndergaard. That was a weird trade for them because I don't like Syndergaard at all. Maybe as a bullpen guy, but certainly not as a starter anymore. Uh, Bo Naylor's playing well. Josh Naylor's playing well. Obviously, Ramirez, um, Jimenez is actually starting to pick it up as well. So I would say that the the Guardians have a better chance of overtaking the Twins at this point, but uh, it's really close either way. J.D. Sharp, he breaks it down. He makes you money. Pro Wagering, ProWagering.com. Thanks for your time, my man. Thanks a lot, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. we got some open lines. Come on in at 1-800-878-PLAY. What you got on SportsBiolet? If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. 
That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. <clears throat> All right, thank you for that. And we have an open segment. Sam Acho will be with us next. Samuel Onye Dikachi Acho. <clears throat> How's that for middle name? Onye Dikachi. I love that. Uh, another uh, Longhorn, by the way. Let's go to the phone lines, and we have my man himself, the mayor of Marillo's and Vacaville, Stu. What's up, Stu? Hey, you know what's funny? We actually have a friend that we call the mayor of Marillo's, because anytime you go into Marillo's, especially the one on Monta Vista where the bar is, you will find Butch there, the mayor of Marillo's. Hilarious. <laughs> Hey, it was fun seeing you the no. other night, man. That was that was a fun night. Yeah, it was it was cool. So for people who don't know, at the uh, the A's game on uh, Tuesday over at the Giants, I sitting in the bleachers and I text Stu. I'm like, "Where are you?" And he's like, "I'm over here." And it turns out he was literally directly in front of me. Yeah, it was a cool hang, man. <laughs> no, that was fun. And that uh, whole section was just chock full of suedo celebrities. Let me tell you. Oh, no doubt, was, I know, and it was, yeah. 
no, there were three mayors, one of which was actually a mayor. That was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, fun night. Get a little bit more uh, awareness out there. Um, I heard a rumor. I'm hoping you can, you know, either substantiate it or let me know that it's not true. But I heard a rumor that uh, John Fisher sucks. <laughs> I can 100% substantiate that rumor as a fact. Okay, good. I was leaning that way. I just wanted to, I needed your confirmation on that one. Um, <laughs> We're green light on that. <laughs> I, I just wonder how it's all going to pan out. I know you and I have talked about this. You think it's going to do one thing. I think it's another, but it's just going to be, However it turns out, there's going to be some interesting twists and turns before we get to the checkered flag on this thing. Well, look at the, the A's revealed that those renderings that we saw with the, the arch, kind of like the new Wembley Stadium in London, and the lights, and the, the A's have revealed that those were just literally garbage, you know. They haven't even uh, had. Uh, they haven't even picked a design yet. They said that well, they will not have a design until maybe November at the earliest. Oh, you mean they're not going to go an exact replica of the Coliseum just without Mount Davis? <laughs> Let me give you a quote from Brad Schrock. Brad Schrock is the A's director of design. He said, "Quote: We told troops you saw renderings in the newspaper, but wad those up for now." We are really encouraging them to think creatively about the different ways to solve the problem. It will be fun to see what we get back. And the thing is, they have nine acres. And the way it was drawn up, they had these huge walkways leading in from, you know. I think it's funny that Tropicana is like in a bankroll part of this. And all you see in all the renderings is the MGM Grand over the right field wall. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, let me tell you right now. That's never going to get built. It's not what's going to happen. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. So, uh, I don't know. You know what the weird upshot of all this is, Rick? Is ordinarily I, in the, you know, in this pro, in this part of the rebuild that we've all lived through many times, I'd be really excited for Zach Geloff and all the names that we've heard, the Lawrence Butler, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just not, I'm just not, I don't want to get invested just in case I'm wrong. Well, I, I'm, I'm sort of at this and maybe it's because I'm over 50 now where I'm, uh, it's almost a resignation that everything in life is temporary and I just got to enjoy what I got, you know? And I know that sounds kind of fatalistic in a weird way, but you know, people will ask me, how can you still go to an A's game? And I'm like, because they're still there. You know, it's like, why would you still go to a Raider game when they were in Oakland? You know, they're leaving. And I'm like, yeah, but a meteor might hit the earth and I get to go to a Raider game. You know, so I'm I guess I'm trying to live in the moment. I know that sounds like a hippie thing, but I think I am. <laughs> You're over 50. Dude, you hella old. Hella. I know. 58. Yeah, I got a couple years on you, man. I'm, yeah. So, let me change the subject completely. The caller, a few callers ago, several last hour, was talking about, you know, the wrapping yourself in the flag and 
you know, singing the anthem, not singing the anthem. I, I noticed the outrage on Sunday, I think it was, but the women's national team were, they were standing, not being disrespectful. There was no treason committed, but they weren't, you know, singing the anthem. Mm-hmm. But that same day, I watched the Hall of Fame ceremony in Cooperstown, and they had a barbershop quartet sing the anthem, and there were 48 Hall of Famers on the stage, and I saw not one of them building on a song, but there was just zero <laughs> outrage over this. Gosh, I wonder why that is. It, it feels a little bit contrived there's no doubt i mean i i i haven't seen anything disrespectful you know from i think a lot of people just know that megan rapino is a lesbian and has blue hair and that makes them very very scared for some reason it's just a trip man it's people get worked up over a lot of things um yeah the other night driving home from the game kind of speaking of getting worked up over things my buddy I introduced you to that I went to the game with, Brian, he mentioned that he had a million-dollar idea. And I said, well, lay it on me. And now I'm going to blow his idea. And the worldwide audience is going to hear this. But he said, what if we made T-shirts that said, Vacaville is a small town. And we would sell out in about 15 minutes. You know what I think is hilarious is when I drive by the the Black Oak and I said, oh, isn't it a shame that it closed? And you're like, that place sucked. I'm glad it closed. (laughs) (laughs) Who gives a rat? The one thing that Black Oak had, they had literally the coldest milk you've ever drank. If you ordered milk in there, Mm. you'd have to be careful and not cut your lip on the shards of glass that were floating in the milk, or, well, ice, but it seemed like glass floating in the milk. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> Who cares if the Black Oak closed? <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. There's some pretty... Well, listen, they have, I remember, I remember for a while, kind of like the, the uh, Braves did with Cobb County, they were talking about building a stadium in the 680 corridor out like in Danville or Simone with all the the rich whitey money and they were like we'll sell out every day and it's like yeah i mean i guess um look i'd much rather have vacaville than las vegas i'll tell you that Stu. what if it was at the concord naval weapons station oh and then somebody could like flip a, a match into that and blow everything up <laughs> wow well we've seen some barbecues at the uh, coliseum why, why wouldn't we have one there not bad yeah that's not yeah. too far from that port chicago thing. What's that, Clyde? Is that what they call it? Yeah, um, yeah, that's an interesting story. I was actually, um, one of my assistant coaches is a history teacher, and we were driving down, I think we are going down to Pittsburgh High School to play, and we are driving past it, and I referenced the big explosion, and he hadn't heard about it, and he looked up on his phone, and he goes, holy smoke. Well, he didn't say that, but holy smoke. How have I not heard about this? That's a, like a forgotten part of American history right there. That was a big deal. It blew you, out windows. Do you know why people, the reason we don't talk about it is because most of the guys that blew up in World War II were black. And so it was yeah, like, no, oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent. Same reason we don't know about Tulsa. But um, 
Yeah. Now we're right. veering into politics, Rick. Now we're veering into <laughs> politics. It's my fault. Uh, <laughs> for sure. Anyway, I just wanted to call, say hello. Say it was nice seeing you again. And uh, well, let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Stu. We got less than a minute, and you know, downtown Vac, all the old buildings down there. Let's say we meet for a beer. What What's your local? What's your favorite spot to get a beer in the summer? We had a really cool place that we had two really cool places that closed up. But if you called me and it was a really hot day and said, Hey, I'm passing through town, let's get a brew, we would have to go to TJ's Tavern. Um, it's right downtown by the flags on Main Street and uh, older building. Once upon a time, it was kind of a rougher place than it really is now. And uh, that would be the spot. Probably be the spot. That's on Main Street, we had right? That outdoor yeah, we had that outdoor yeah. beer garden, which was really cool, but they just, it was always meant to be a temporary thing, and so, say yeah. la vie, time marches on. All right, man. Hey, That's, thanks for the call. Yeah, it was, it was good seeing you, my man. Thanks for the call. We'll see you at TJ sometime soon. Talk to you again soon. Yep, bye-bye. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle, Sam Acho on the other side. Come on, come back on Sports Bible. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. 
That's 800-293-0328. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Teams have four attempts to move the ball 10 yards. So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and 10, that means it's the team's first attempt to get 10 yards. crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Let's bring in the linebacker back to the show. Great to have him with us, Sam Acho. And uh, he is in town because he is part of the National Football Foundation's Salute to the legacy of Bill Campbell. This is the uh, fifth annual their, uh, event that they're going to have. And um, it's going to be beginning tomorrow. You're going to have Ronnie Lott, John Lynch, Steve Young, with my buddy Ted Robinson moderating that. You're going to have uh, Admiral McRaven. And also uh, tomorrow, Alex Smith, former number one overall pick. He'll give a talk uh, as well. But, uh, you know, this used to be the Dratty Award, and then it became the Campbell Award. And um, it's, uh, as I said, once again, great to have Sam with us. Sam, uh, for you, when you think about uh, winning this award, um, does it seem like yesterday or does it seem like whatever, 13 years ago? It seems a little bit in between. So it doesn't seem like yesterday by any means. But I remember talking to someone a few weeks ago about this award, the Campbell Trophy, and I started doing the math and I remembered, oh, man, that was 13, almost 13 years ago. And so I think the reason that it feels so distant is that I remember I was in college when I won the award. So since then, I've played nine years in the NFL. I've written uh, my first book, Let the World See You, How to Be Real in a World Full of Fakes. That was about, a little bit about my NFL career and what it means to be seen authentic. I've written a second book called Change Starts With You, How to uh, Follow in Your Fire to Heal a Broken World, which talks more about being the change you want to see in the community. I've now I've worked at ESPN for a few years. So it's like a lot has happened in the decade plus. So it feels far away, but it feels a little bit close because of events like these, weekends like these, where I get a chance to come back and see other winners, other nominees, hear from great speakers. I'm actually going to get a chance to speak myself. And so that's where it's almost this mix of being distant, but also close. And a lot of people don't know Bill Campbell. And of course, you know, a, a, a Ivy League guy, but he was basically the CEO whisperer, you know, and, and Steve Jobs and, uh, you know, Jeff Bezos and uh, the, the Sheryl Sandberg, Eric Schmidt, the list goes on and on and on. What, what was it about him 
that was uh, so influential in your mind? Well, for me, it was just the, because I didn't know him very well I, personally, right? When he was, like, I didn't get a chance to really connect with him, right? When I was getting being nominated, it was a dratty, and then it got changed um, to the Campbell. But what was influential in my mind about him was the people across different spaces he was able to affect. My, my first year in, with the Chicago Bears, so year five in the NFL, we had a brand new defensive coordinator named Vic Fangio. And Vic Fangio is one of the masters of the 3-4 defense. A lot of people wouldn't necessarily attribute him to creating it, but he was right there when it was created. So in our first meeting, first defensive meeting, new team, new staff, new coaches, new players, the first thing that Vic said, everyone who knows Vic knows he's a football guy. He's not, he, that's what he does. One of the first comments he makes to the entire defense, at least about me, was, hey, we have a Campbell Trophy Award winner here. I know I knew Bill really well, or I spent time with Bill. I know so like that presence that uh, you know this guy's currently the Miami Dolphins defensive coordinator, former NFL coach, former Stanford coach. This guy speaks highly of Bill Campbell, and the fact that I won an award that an award that's named after him gave me even more respect and clout. Um, yeah, to the, even to the point where I'm at ESPN, and that same coach Vic Fangio said, "Hey Sam, when you're on ESPN." They say you played nine years in the NFL, and it shows that stuff on like your, you know, your bio. He said, "Add the Campbell Trophy Award in there," and so I reached out to ESPN, and I did, and that's just been—it's even added more respect. His name equals respect. No doubt. And when they changed the name to Campbell it was in 1990. And yesterday on my show, I had um, Colonel Chris Howard. You talk about a go-getter. What that guy did in his career, but it's funny because he talked about the advice Bill Campbell gave him and it was don't f it up i mean mm -hmm. sometimes it's just the most simple advice right then it's true i mean some of the best coaches or even leaders you talk about ceo whispers some of the best leaders are the ones who allow you to be free to be yourself i just got a chance to uh, spend time with dwayne johnson and spend time with um danny garcia who were running the xfl and even in my conversations with them and in conversations with one of the other hosts, the KJ Sales, a player of the XFL, was hosting their XFL, we were hosting the XFL Combine. He was like, man, just be, your, be you. My message, my lesson to you is be yourself. Simple as that. So that's, that's been what he said. And that's been the, the messages I've heard from the greatest leaders I've been around. So hearing that from Bill Campbell resonates. You know, it's so funny when, and I've, I've talked to a lot of players over the years from Strahan to others about the 3-4 and the 4-3 and, and the techniques you're going to use. And sometimes I think they'll pigeonhole you and say, well, that guy, you know, we can't do a 3-4 with him. And, you know, we don't have no nose tackle. And I, I grew up as a Raider fan in the 70s, and it was always a 3-4. And I like two middle linebackers, and I like two outside backers. But now I just think it, it, it puts – this is a football question now, obviously, but it put too much, too much pressure on that Mike linebacker to be like hash to hash. Ash, and you need like a Patrick Willis to get that done. Well, what are your thoughts about the differences between the 3-4 and the 4-3? Well, I've enjoyed – a lot of my career was spent, at least in the NFL, in a 3-4 base defense. Arizona, we were 3-4, and then Chicago with big 3-4, even went back to Tampa Bay with Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles again. We were 3-4 defense, and I enjoyed it because I played outside linebacker in that defense, and that defense is really based on – it was really created so that outside linebackers can dominate. Like, if your outside linebackers aren't winning, then there's no point in running a 3-4. And so it takes pressure off of other people, maybe inside linebackers, my linebacker, but it puts it on the edge rushers, on your outside backers. So I love that and thrived in that. Now, in a 
3-4, I will say this, even on 3-4 base defenses, a lot of people, a lot of the NFL has gone to more like nickel, more more people passing the ball. And so it's, it's four down rushers. And so um, I don't know. I, I love playing in the 3-4, but I think the benefits, I think the benefits for me are the fact that I got a chance to be one of the players that was going after the quarterback or, or um, even dropping in coverage. I remember asking you last time, and I know you're, you know, a Texas guy through and through high school in Dallas and you went to UT, but the, the thought about going to an Ivy league school, and obviously it's not going to be in the D one spotlight, but when you look back and you think you obviously made the right choice for yourself, but the, the sort of pull of, man, I can say I went to Yale versus I'll go to UT, get a great education, and my friends and family can watch me play. Well, it was a little bit of both. So I grew up in Dallas, so that UT made sense. Mind you, that was, they had just come off the national championship, and um, they were just finished beating USC. And so having UT recruit me, USC, all the schools, Stanford, all those schools, and also having opportunities at Ivy Leagues, Harvard, Yale, et cetera, there was interest there. I could have gone to those schools. UT made sense because of friends and family, but also the educational piece. I, for me, I wanted to go into the, the, the McCones Business School. I wanted to get in the business honors program when I found out about it. So for me, it was the best of both worlds. World number one, you got a chance to play at a premier football school that would potentially give me a chance to go to the NFL. But also world two, I got a chance to be at one of the premier business schools in the nation. And also it was a business honors program where it was a best of the best, the best and the brightest. And so that was what I was most excited about, the chance to get a great education, but also still potentially go to the NFL rather than try to pigeon myself at, a, at an Ivy League school where not as many players were going to the NFL um, and also not, not necessarily going to a, a different type of school where you might go to the NFL, but you're not getting a great education. I just wondered as an outside backer, the responsibilities you have, sometimes it's just pure contain. Sometimes you got to get into the flat and go into pass coverage in a zone. Sometimes you just have the tight end. Uh, and sometimes you get the blitz. I mean, there's so many different things you can do. What was your sort of favorite thing and least favorite thing about being an outside linebacker? That's a great question. Favorite thing was the variety. It wasn't just mm. rushing the passer. It was the fact that I could be in a stance and rush the passer I could drop back in, in, into the flats, curl flat drop. I could drop back into what we call uh, even like a hook curl drop. There are certain defenses like cover two I'd have to drop, you know, 10 to 12 yards deep. Learning about the depths of drops, even though I'm a guy who's rushing the quarterback or sometimes covering tight ends, just the, the variety and then being able to read offensive linemen stances. And Simmons, one year I had four sacks, three interceptions in the NFL. One year I had you know, seven sacks, and I don't know if I had any picks that year. But my point is, you got a chance to do it all. And so that's what I enjoyed the most. And I think what I probably the least uh, was probably covering tight ends just because the game was changing, at least when I was getting in there. So the tight end started to become even more, not necessarily pronounced, but more, it became more of a focal point for offenses. And so just like I'm thinking, man, if a tight end blocks me, I'm wrong. Then you know, I lose. Well, the same way the tight ends thinking, man, if this outside linebacker can cover me, I don't deserve to be on the field. And so that became the, the most challenging part, man, trying to cover guys like, you know, whoever it might be. Remember Anto trying to cover Antonio Gates at times. And I'm like, man, how do I do this? <laughs> well, and I know you know the answer to this, 
your three interceptions, who are the three QBs? Man, so you're saying you know, but I, I you know, that I had to really think about it. Really think about it. Let me see if I can remember. So, uh, Christian um, Ponder. So Christian yep. Ponder when he's with the Vikings. Eli Manning, right? Eli Manning, and then Matt Ryan were the three that year. I don't know if I had others in other years. I had some others in the preseason, but like regular season twenty or my second year it was Christian Ponder, Eli, and and um, Christian Eli and Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. Well, I mean, you got one guy who was a great FSU quarterback. You got one guy who went to the Super Bowl who might go to the Hall of Fame. And you got another guy who won multiple Super Bowls who probably will be in the Hall of Fame. That's not bad on the resume. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, but, but the highlight for me is to get, get a chance to sack Tom Brady. That was, you talking about resume, that's when I was telling my kids. <laughs> All right, last question for you. We got to run. Um, what are you going to be doing? Are you going to be giving a little talk? And I know, as I said, there's going to be a lot of uh, great people down there. What's going on with you and uh, Pally tomorrow? Well, I'll be able to speak. And so I got a chance to speak again last year at the Campbell Trophy Summit to all the nominees and all the former winners. And I'll get a chance to speak again. I love speaking. And obviously, I work at ESPN. And I've written books we've talked about. But, like, my passion is speaking. And so any chance I get a chance to speak, I've got a chance to speak at Fortune 50 companies and different teams and leagues and organizations and universities and, and, and businesses. So any chance I get a chance to speak, uh, I love. So they asked me to speak, so I'm getting a chance to speak, and I can't be more excited about it. There he is, Sam Ocho. He won the William V. Campbell Award. He'll be speaking. It's all part of the National Football Foundation going on down there tomorrow and on, I should say, Friday and on Saturday down at uh, Stanford. Sam, thanks for coming on the show again. It's always good talking ball with you. Thank you. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. 
If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. Attention homeowners, it's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that. You know, just out of curiosity, I was looking at these Taylor Swift prices. After she does these two shows down here in Santa Clara, she's going to do six shows in L.A., then Mexico City, then Buenos Aires, then Rio de Janeiro, then Sao Paulo, then Tokyo, then Melbourne, Australia, Sydney, Australia, then five shows in Singapore, then Nanterre in France, then Stockholm, then Lisbon, then Madrid, then Edinburgh, Scotland, then Liverpool, then Cardiff in Wales, one show, then London, then Amsterdam, then Zurich, then Milan, then Gelsenkirchen, it'll probably be at the Aufschalke Arena, then Hamburg, then Munich, then Warsaw, then Vienna, then back to London to end the tour, and that tour will end over a year from now, August 17th. I just looked for fun at the Tina Fey and Amy Poehler concert or show. Uh, a VIP ticket, face value, $422.50. What do you get? You get your seat, you get a T-shirt, you get a poster, you get a tote bag, 
and you get a sticker. <laughs> it's over $300 more. Once again, you can either get a ticket for $80 or for $422.50. You get a ticket and a T-shirt and a poster and a tote bag and a sticker. <laughs> That's over $300 for that garbage. Who has all this money to spend on concerts? Am I the only guy left that's not a millionaire? I'm the only guy left that pays for BART. I know that. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. Ian Bag, the Canadian comedian, back in studio with us tomorrow. Come on back on Byline. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.